How you going guys? Welcome to another episode of the Fedikin Podcast. Today we had two best mates on, Adam and Abdul Hay, speaking about opening up a food truck business together and some other friends as well. They talked about their background and the journey with opening up this business, spoke about the ups and downs of um, running this business together, staying consistent, their relationship with money as well, and customer service. Hope you guys enjoy. I wanted to first touch on, obviously, because you, you, ev- everyone that knows you, knows you guys are from a big group of boys. Like it's ten. actually not that big, but I get you. It seems What's, big. What, <laughs> how many of you are there now? Like it's more the, than 10. Like the inner circle, yeah, it's about like 10. That's huge, how about the? How about the, that's the inner circle, the tight, and the, how about the, not so tight, but part of the boys? Oh, that's, no, that's, that's big. That, that's, that's my wedding photo, bro. Yeah. That's, that's big. <laughs> that's big. Yeah. <laughs> Like yeah. yeah, we have five, and everyone knows like it's hard keeping a um, big group of friends because mm. you always have your tight knit friends, like you said. Mm. But I wanted to realize because you guys have Tissery, you guys mm. started a new ca- caravan that people are going to hear all about. Mm. But why was it just you two? Mm. To be honest, the long story uh, me and him were probably the only one, or is the only one in our group that's in Hospo. And about five, six years ago, uh, when I saw him doing Brewster and I was a chef and all this stuff. Out of just a whim, or I guess you can say, like, we were just throwing it out in the air. Uh, we're like, hey, let's start something one day. And this was five, six years ago. And then a couple of things happened throughout the, like, th- throughout the journey and whatnot. Um, and then, uh, and then, yeah, and we, 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 after all those trial and tribulations, we ended up starting it. But it's actually not just us two. We're, we're, we're like the, the captains, the I guess the face. There's another three boys that 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 were that were involved. Then without them, like we couldn't, we actually wouldn't be able to start this venture. Mm-hmm. I mean, but um, they they they're they're silent, and uh, I think we're like, behind the scenes. Yeah, there's always behind, behind the, scenes. the scenes. There's always people behind the scenes. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Essentially, they're the ones behind the scenes that help. One of them is an accountant, and he helps us uh, with the accounting side. But <coughs> but everything around history, like from start to finish, is literally just me and him. Yeah. When did you guys start Tissue? Because I only found out, you know, when we went to Zaid's wedding in Sydney, yeah. while we were driving there, yeah. obviously we knew you boys come. Ali goes, don't you know what they're doing? I said, nah. And then he showed me, like mm. literally just in Feb this year, yeah. Yeah. I knew yeah. you guys yeah. were doing it. So how long is it? So oh. like, bro, our, f- our first our first pop-up location was um, end of December. Okay. And then we did another one, maybe start of Jan. Actually, no, probably, probably late to mid-December. Mm. And then end of December. And then we had like a three month hiatus because we were looking for a permanent spot of course and then we got started again first week of ramadan and we haven't stopped since then yeah. so you guys are still like in the early stages probably learning yeah, yeah. so yeah. much yeah yeah, yeah yeah right, everything Bro, everything insane. you think you know out the window mm. yeah like uh like between he's been what how long have you been for and front of house manager like over five six seven like years. like total total is like 10 years mm. but like leadership positions like maybe five so your yeah. background is a barista yeah and adam's background is chef yeah and then you both brought your business knowledge into tissue yeah. and Correct. it's yeah. it's you're shocked at how many mistakes you're making and stuff like it's that it's not even that it's just it's just like for example our, our knowledge around like the industry is all been at a shop front level you know like mm. at a at like at a shop mm. and this being like a trailer will hit like um you know new i guess challenges like for example I remember when we first opened up the first big weekend we we got heaps of customers we ran out of gas right we look at these like we look at these customers <laughs> and we're like wow, 
How early was that? Like how uh, early? How that was early? like what the first second week or something? Yeah, that was probably yeah. uh, like the first. Yeah. And, and then from like there, we just like were like, how can we do such an amateur mistake? Like yeah. you know what I mean? And then, and then we we were like, stuff it. We're gonna like you know, um, like get a lot of guest cans and all this stuff mm. and like like wastewater and and all these other like non uh chefing or front of house things that we had to worry about we you know we became we had mm. to worry about it mm. it's like insane. like like yeah being a business owner it's not just fair enough let's say you have a skill in your industry but you become like a part-time of everything mm. like we were part-time mechanic part-time carpenter you know carpenter mm. part-time cleaner part-time demolisher. Yeah, demolisher like you know what i mean like you're, we were just you're learning skills on the way yeah yeah mm. straight up and 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 we'll be alhamdulillah like like me and me and Abdul Hay know each other very well, and we know how how he like I know how he works. He knows how I work, and 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 the one thing that we learn like being business owners, being partners, being best mates is is you got to separate work and pers like your personal stuff. Mm, mm, he, mm. Like at work, if you if you're angry, it's work related. Mm. Yeah, if you're off, you can't be like you can't carry that anger towards like on a personal level. Mm. You know what I mean? Like and vice versa. Mm. And, and, and 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 yeah, you just gotta like what? forgive and forget a lot. Was that, <laughs> was that was that established from day one? Like you know, yeah, separating yeah. the personal. Oh, 100 percent, hundred percent. Like we've worked together before in um in many other places where I was the head chef, oh, and okay. he was the front of house manager. So we so we knew, like we mm. knew, yeah. and we both have very equ uh, equal high standards and a, and a projection of how right. we want mm. things to be. Mm. You know what I mean? So on that level, like we understand each other, which mm. is which is, is good. That's well, interesting because yeah. my parents run a business together and they say the same thing because mm. they work together during the day <coughs> and they come back home and my mum might be cut something my dad said and he goes, you got to kind of separate the business and the personal. Did you guys like do a lot of research or talk to a lot of people about starting businesses? Because even starting a caravan, like I wouldn't know who to go to mm. to ask about, hey, can you give me advice? No Did you guys do any of that like, stuff like prep? Yes and no. Like to a certain degree, um, the, the main people we grabbed advice from were uh, people who actually built the trailers, you know. So I remember there was a period in time where we spent around two and a half to three months, like just like driving around Melbourne, looking at all these different m uh, manufacturers and talking to them and getting getting their input and stuff. Um, but most of, like, I would say the remainder of our knowledge or remainder of our research came from our like personal experience, like mm -hmm. because because we've been in many places like running the show and learning how the company learning how the business works inside and out but i would say it's definitely a bit of both you know i wouldn't i'd also wouldn't recommend somebody to just jump into something without really knowing what's going on like yeah like research is very very important but um yeah it comes down to personal experience and a little bit yeah. of research and but mostly just trusting your gut. I think sometimes you just have to have the experience. Like mm. you can have advice someone will say, hey, get a spare can of gas. Mm. And then as soon as it happens, you're like, damn it, now I'll never forget it. You can have all the experience in the world, but there's going to be things that like you can be exposed to that you just, you just got to learn on the job. Mm. You know what yeah. I mean? Like there's so much theory that you can absorb and then there's practical, mm. you know, like practical stuff. And even starting a food truck, like for example, when we think of food truck, a lot of time it's either like at festivals or it's kebabs. Mm. Mm. You guys came from a different avenue and like we've, I went there twice, you know, Ali hasn't been yet because he was overseas mm. uh, and stuff, but I want to take him. But then what was the vision behind, you know, hitting it from a different angle? Because everyone, like when I was there, someone came and said, can I have a kebab? Mm. It's like, that's the first thing people think. Yeah. Caravan, <laughs> kebab, you probably get yeah. it all the time. Yeah, yeah. What was the yeah. trajectory or like the vision you guys had to say, okay, let's change it up. Let's do, you know? Uh, we, we saw a hole in the, in the market, long story short. Like we saw that we had a set of skills, um, <clears throat> 
that was uh that we wanted to utilize like essentially the first idea that we wanted to do was um was a cafe and then from a cafe we moved to like oh you know what let's do a, a trailer um and then from burgers. Th- no, no the trailer and then we we're gonna do the burgers mm. but then when we looked at the like the more research we did we were like far burgers are saturated mm. and yes. it's really hard to like break into a market that really has a certain you know price point yeah for example like yeah, how much are you willing to pay for a cheeseburger even a gourmet cheeseburger mm. like 13 bucks max mm. you know and today's like food food costs and everything just in general is, is up mm. you know and 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 everything gets offset to the customer um when and we want it to be like somewhat accessible and like like allowing people to come at least once or twice a week you know and then we thought about like at first we were going to this tissue was just going to be like um uh, you know, dining dishes, for example, like just uh, like dishes that you'd find in like a restaurant or whatnot, uh, but on a on a takeaway thing, and we realized that's not sustainable for for a team of two. So then we converted everything that we thought that we'd do like uh, on an open dish into like a sandwich mm. or a burger. Yeah, and alhamdulillah, like it's 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 it, like it's translated pretty good. Like people are responding in a good way. They they kind of like, you know, they they, they scratch their head at first, but once they eat it, they go. Wow, this is mad. Mm. You know, this is hectic. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 not gonna lie, like like it's uh, we try to make it uh, accessible and simple in a way where um, we can step away from it essentially. Because obviously, you know, you start a business, you have bigger goals, but you got to start somewhere. Mm. You know what I mean, um, but yeah, like essentially, it was just it's just trying to show what we can do uh, to a certain degree. Mm. You know, like like he like for example, he has bigger plans. For 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 his coffee, anything which which I wanna I wanna be part of, yeah. but like we both come from very like we've seen the top of the top of hospital. Like like I could like I've been cooking for sixteen years, and I could go into like the people I've worked for, the the, the like the, for example, the last place that I worked for uh, full time was Meat Smith, which is for Andrew McConnell. I was a, I was part of a team of six. I was in the production kitchen. We had like. I think we did like a, uh, a menu of like 24, no, tw- 18 to 22 items. This place, which I was a part of, a team of six, brought in the company 1.2 to 1.4 mil a month. Oh my God. You know what I mean? I was cooking. Why'd you leave? <laughs> because nah. they were just underpaying me. Yeah. I was doing OT, getting, getting, I was on 65K a year. I was doing OT, like I was, yeah. you know, contracted for 38 hours, <coughs> but doing OT for no extra pay. Mm. On a Monday, I was like, for example, I'll give you like, so you know how big, like you know how big one kilo of meat is, yeah? Mm. On a Monday, me alone, I would smash out four hundred kilos worth of meat. Wallahi, I'm not lying oh to you. Oh my god! Four hundred kilos. I had boxes, like the size of that chair, my height, and I'm just there going, bah, 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 you know? No. Yeah. When place. I first started there, it took me about seven hours, so about my full shift, seven, seven. By the time I was, by the time I left, which was like I was only there for like three and a half, four months in. I was strictly there just to, to see how large-scale hospitality works in terms of, because I, I wanted to do like something similar to that. Um, on a big scale, I could smash 400 kilos in like five and a half, six hours, like Damn. being efficient. Yeah. yeah. But like, you know, if you put it on, on, a, on a scale of like the end of year revenue and what you're on and the team, blah, 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 and what they, just like, nah, I'm not breaking my back for someone else. Mm. And hospital is very like savage in, in a lot of ways. Has like, cut through industry? Like this kitchen I was in, it was pretty good, but like I've been in kitchens where they throw shit at you, you know, <laughs> oh like God. as, you know, as, as, as a joke, like, you know, they'll, 
they'll uh, to make you work faster they'll hit up tongs and pssst, you know like just whatever whatever gets you through the line yeah. you know and and, and yeah well, so know. was there a moment that made you because obviously you said you don't want to work for the man was there a moment when you were working in a job that it's like nah this is my max this is like you know because obviously it's just three three and a half yeah. months four months you know underpaying which obviously motivates yeah. you but then mm. sometimes people just suck it up for another five six mm. seven months or they'll look for another job yeah but then you go nut i want to work for myself what was it that switched people with no experience like in the industry open up their own thing and mm. it works mm. people that just literally buy like like a takeaway shop everything comes in freezer bags and it works you know what i mean like when we see people that don't know nothing open up something just because they have a bit of flus and they have a bit of you know backing yeah and it works and we're like bro like the islamic market the halal market there's there's not much compared to sydney for example mm. uh, you know and sydney like there's a lot of halal varieties but customer service is not there yeah. like no, no, no. do you guys <laughs> do you guys sydney. push on customer service 100 percent, 100 percent. you have to because like like not gonna lie like even us as as people from the area like when we go outside of the area when we go like in brunswick like as part of Muslims, you got to hold ourselves like uh, to a certain like manner. Like we have to have manners, you know, adab and all this yep. stuff. And and you get that from the white, you know, like from the white people. Like, but it's sad to say that in some areas of of our area, you know, it's just like, what do you want? What do you want? Quick, quick, mm, quick! Yeah. What do you want? You know what I mean? And and like we we like me bringing my wife around those white areas. We like that kind of you know interaction. You know, that face value kind of like you know they they care about you walking out there happy and coming back. You know what I mean? um yeah it's not about the sale yeah. it's about getting the customer to come back correct yeah. like it's not about the one-off experience sale. Yeah. like if you if you care about the one-off sale you're in the wrong industry yeah. mm. and i can hear you saying that like you, you see someone it's like he can do it he can be successful or she can do it and she can be successful and it's like <coughs> i know more than you so why can't i do it yeah. and it gives you that like you have that burst of energy it's like bro hacking like for example a lot of people that have good physiques or they make a lot of money investing mm. it's like why can't i do the same thing and all mm. it is is just putting your mind to it. It's, it's not even like I know more than you. It's more like if if you see someone doing it and and like you know that you've got something that you can probably do a little bit better. Then it's like and you're not doing it. Then it forces you to look at yourself. Mm. You know what I mean? Like why am I not doing? Like I'm and I'm not saying to compare. That's different. But like looking inwards and seeing like what am I like what am I not doing mm. to get to to get me to where I want to be. You know Correct. what I mean? And it's yeah. just taking the risk. Because wha- what's the worst thing can happen? You take a risk, you lose X amount of thousands of dollars, which is doesn't really mm. matter. Money is just whatever. Money is money. But you have a, you have a wife and kid. Like, yeah, isn't, th- but isn't the risk a bit different? Nah, nah. I'd, I'd, I, I'm so against that, like, you know, wife. Yeah, it, it's my responsibility to take care of them and all this yeah. stuff. But I don't get caught up on money because at the end of the day, if, if I tried something and I did, did it to the best of my ability and I did it halal, and it didn't work out. What's the worst thing gonna be? I'm gonna 100%. go back to a nine to five. I'm gonna go back mm. working for you know another Donny. You know what I mean? That that's gonna you know. Did you? Um, I don't know if you want to open up, but did your wife support you and stuff like that? Because sometimes people have you and your partner might have different psychology with money and taking risk and stuff. No, alhamdulillah, she was she was very supportive. Like like I literally <laughs> started the business when she gave birth. <laughs> no way. It's <laughs> all about making risks. Man. And you quit your nine to five to start yeah. the business. Yeah, we quit the nine to five, start, start start the business. We put in all our money. Like a lot of people have told us, like use other people's money, don't put in your money. 
but we didn't want to go to the banks. It's more technical though. And getting investors yeah, and stuff. Yeah, we didn't want to get involved within it with with riba and all this stuff. Like we try to, mind you, we didn't go like freaking you know hundreds of thousands. We literally opened up something that we could afford and something that we could operate to the best of our ability with with just minimum people, which is two of mm. us, you know. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and uh, but yeah, I just we just did it. We just did it, well, and where does this risk? mindset come from because for example like i'm 23 you're 31 you have a kid you have a wife and even me with money i'll be like ah oh, now nah, should i spend it should i risk it like we had a brother yesterday talking about his perspective on investing on holidays and traveling mm. he goes yeah i'll spend five thousand and i'll go on a holiday someone else will be like no nah, i don't want to spend that money mm. did that come from like a life experience or maybe mm. how you were raised uh listen like listen no like like i grew up like I grew up like probably like anyone else like you know my my like I grew up from a single a uh, single parent my dad was the one that raised me a bit different like normally divorced families the mom takes you but mm. in my case it was my dad um and he for many years he just said as long as I put a roof over your head food on the table the rest is up to you mm. and um I never really got like caught on like money I was never really greedy I knew the value of it but essentially it's just like money comes and goes you know what I mean like it, for example, you can hold on to 100k right now, and and if you die tomorrow, the 100k just sit there or goes somewhere. But that 100k, for example, could give you life experience. For example, you know, open many avenues. Like I, there was a just before I got married, I, I traveled for like six years. You know? Traveled for six years. Yeah, I traveled for six years. Like on and off, like yeah, uh, three months. Come back. But you were go. you're yeah. actively yeah. trying to travel for six years. Yeah, I was actually trying. Was to Was that working in your field or just nah, just straight traveling? I just straight like. And yeah, and I've been in more kitchens that I have in countries, and and I've been <laughs> to a lot of countries. Mm. You know what I mean, um, how much do you think traveling has helped you in terms of running a business yeah. and just friendships and like mm. like relationships in general, friends and a lot, whatnot? A lot, like a lot of the boys in our group, like we traveled with them, uh, and there's a fair few things that I remember. Like Islam says, like you never really know a person until you live with them, travel with them, and do business with them. And Alhamdulillah, like the handful of boys in our group, I've at least done minimum two with each mm. you know like sometimes like one is enough yeah exactly, exactly. sometimes mm. one is enough so like and i've, I've these guys i've practically with him i've traveled with him and now i'm in business with him you know what mm. i mean and and that like mm. it's it's good but honestly traveling especially if you're in australia and and we don't have many neighboring countries like for example like when, when i traveled i realized like how how lucky other people have uh overseas even though like you know we, we get paid pretty well but our economy is pretty like it, it balances yeah. out they can get a train and go to like the neighboring city. Yeah, convenience. You yeah. Know, like, like literally, like an hour train or something. Like you know, they're in the neighboring country, but we, we don't. And ten hour drive to Sydney. Yeah. Yeah. Up, yeah. You know, like, um, but yeah, like uh, traveling opened up my appreciation for Melbourne. Not gonna lie, mm. I used to hate Melbourne. I used to hate. I, I used to really hate on Melbourne in Australia. I'd be like, this place is shit. Yeah. You know? But once you leave it, like for a, a while, you start to appreciate and look back. It's like actually a good beautiful city alhamdulillah it's beautiful yeah. it's beautiful if you have your mind switched on so it's a beautiful place if you have um if you have goals and and, and you want to start a family and you have actual like you know um goals like to strive for because yeah. overseas like you see many people with goals and 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 ambitions but they can't just can't do it because the country doesn't allow it or it makes it really hard well a country of opportunity in melbourne you can literally think of whatever you want start a business and podcast or whatever and get make it work but then you travel 
A lot of times people travel and it's very different to living in a country. Correct. So you travel sometimes you're like, wow, this country is amazing. And then if you live there and you work like them, you'd hate life. 100%. Yeah. 100%. But it's like, subhanAllah, it's such a, you know. Did you guys, because for example, we've travel, we're brothers mm. and even us, we lived overseas together mm. and we do business together now. Mm. And we've done a lot of things like a lot of brothers aren't that, like don't have a relationship like us. You mm. know, so we do a lot of things together. Even you guys as friends, like mm. what did you do when there was bumps in the road? Even when you travel and you do business, there's obviously a lot of obstacles. I know you, before you said you have that mindset where you leave personal and work, but even at work, you both hit heads because we have the podcast and you know we hit heads a lot. So I wanted to know if you guys have tactics, things you do. Mm. You I know? think it's like um, never let your ego get in the way, like ever. Oh, sorry, Captain. Like <laughs> 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 Captain again. <laughs> no, like you just never let your ego get in the way. You have to. You have to make sure that if you're in the wrong and you know you're in the wrong, then you have to apologize, you know. Um, don't let things fester like this guy. Like if I if if I was ever to be upset at Adam, like he will make sure he gets it out of me then and there, you know. Mm. And I'll always be like a clam, just just like, like it's good. I don't want to talk about it right now. I don't want to talk about it. But he'll make it, like like he'll bring it out of me and then we'll have to talk about it then and there. And then like, in me, like it has to be straight away, you know. Otherwise you're going to go home fester about it think about it's gonna be and it's then it's like that never helps and yeah. it's it that never works so mm. like I, s I suppose the the best advice i can give for that is just like own up to it if it's your fault own up to it um try and be the bigger person uh, like whenever you can try and be try and be the bigger person because at the end of the day like what's what's it all for anyway you know mm. like like we're trying to get somewhere together you know mm. um yeah so swallow your ego, and yeah. And just being able to like, like work it out. Like, mm. like there's there's bad confrontation and there's good confrontation. If 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 you're you know confronting you know your business partner, your wife or whoever, like your your friends, you know, with 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 the intention and uh, and the mindset of resolving it, that's good com confrontation. Mm. You know mm. what I mean, yeah, hundred percent. But if it's you know if like 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 people, I don't know, people find it very hard to say sorry or get strung up on saying sorry due to pride ego whatever but if you're boys you know if you're your homies and stuff like it doesn't make you weak mm. to say sorry 100%. And sometimes you even have to be like the bigger person because let's say you know one person's really stubborn and whatnot and maybe later he'll understand like you know maybe behind like in private he'll understand like you know uh that he was in the wrong just be the b bigger person and mm. just say you know i'm sorry like that i made you upset mm. maybe you don't have to say i'm sorry for the situation that happened like i do but i do i do apologize that you know you're upset i think the first reaction when someone does that is you either respect them more and it just strengthens your relationship mm. you know because if not you go home and you hold a grudge or something will happen and you wouldn't be able to kind of solve it you're it's right. actually good because it's hard man running a business together we know we can go yeah. we'll be talking about it yeah. so long it's good yeah, but it's one of those things where there's been a lot of bumps in the road, you know, mm. and then we had to kind of learn to cope with it. Mm. What do we do and stuff like that. But obviously, it's just you two. Us, there's four of us. So, mm. for example, if Sohail has a busy schedule with uni, mm. it's like, okay, us three can take over for this month. Mm -hmm. But then you two, it's pretty much like if Abduhay kind of goes uh, family issues, it's just mm. on Adam. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, Khalas, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. You know, so even just you two with your three on the side, it's, mm. it's a lot of work, man. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah it it's pretty much like how many hours would you guys do in a week now? It's oh, like I don't know, a lot. A lot. Can, you, <laughs> can you guys take us through like a, a normal day? No, like bro. It's nah. just too random. Our days are too random. Yeah. Really? Yeah, like story. Okay, so like, like, like two days are the same. Like um, chefing is not a, a glorious industry. Like it looks glorious. Yeah. 
on, on Netflix look, and stuff. Look, it does yeah. to because yeah. I've never it looks even... so glorious. Yeah, you know, Master outside. Chef, all these, you know, home cooks can come out and do... Mm. Yeah, fair enough. You might be a good cook. You know, you might make some crazy stuff, mm. you know. But put you under, you know, on, on, on the line, put you uh, in a situation where you have, you know, 150 people walking at For once, sure. you know, put you with, un, un, like, untrained staff and everything falls back on the kitchen. You know what I mean? Then And then you just look and you're like, you know, put you with an owner that knows nothing about food or the ti- like time management of anything and then just goes, I want all this stuff on the menu and then why aren't we making money? And you just go, because the menu's too like big and you can't focus on everything. Like, you know, you give them your wisdom and, and all this stuff and they don't listen and you're just like, I'm here, breaking my back. Mm. Yeah, it know? gets frustrating. Yeah, and then and then, and then the, their business is going down and all this stuff and then you're fighting for your pay at the end of the week and... There's like a lot on the line. Can I say? Can I say my ideal day? My 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 ideal three day. Okay. So so wake up at about seven thirty. You know. You go get a coffee, and then you just take your time, get to work. You see all the all the supplies are there in front of the door, waiting for you to come in. You go, you put it inside. You start prepping for the evening. And then you open for lunch, you have a great service. And then you open again for, for dinner, you have a great service. Pack down takes maybe half an hour. Got a dishwasher there. Yeah. <laughs> nah. That's never Like it can. It just you just gotta have a structure that allows it. Like for example, you know, you don't if your car can only, you know, go an X amount of speed, you're not gonna force it to go more. You yeah, know it's what not I mean? possible, yeah. Because then something will break. Yeah. You know? It's literally like Quality over quantity. And that's a lot of places don't understand that. Mm. Mm. But it's hard running a business first. Like everyone says like even your profit margins for the first one, two, three years, it's hard to break mm. even for a lot of companies. Yeah, correct. And then even just the amount of work you have to put in. 100%. It's like you don't actually get a salary. It's not like mm. Tissue is paying you and you confirm 70K a year. It's pretty mm. much whatever the business. And correct. as much as you can, mm. you should be putting back in the business if you want it to grow. Like correct. you guys have moved around a lot too. Like, I don't. I know, as in moving from apartment to house, moving houses is expensive. Correct. Mm. Well, it's the same Very kind of thing for businesses, yeah. like Correct. moving around. Very now expensive. you guys are moving to Kensington, yeah. Mm. Inshallah, and we've, that's we've already moved. So um, we moved at the start of last week. Sorry, at the start of this week, um, and this whole week has just been getting the sparky out, getting wired in, getting the plumber out, getting plumbed in, um, mm. getting the bins out, changing all the suppliers, letting them know, hey, look, we're now in Kensington, we're not in Bell Street. Yeah. So doing all that stuff. Um, but yeah, now we're in Kensington. We're going to be there, inshallah, for the foreseeable future. What is the hardest part about it? Is it the organization or is there other things to it? Like from moving, you know? Is it expenses? Oh. Is it the delays a lot of the time, you know? It could be different for both of you. Sometimes it's just stress, just man. Like, like, <laughs> like, like the hardest thing about it is making sure that you get a... A tow driver who knows how to tow a truck. Why? The way this guy towed it, I'm not gonna drop names. Alhamdulillah, may Allah reward him. But low key, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't drop Nashel yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah like low key, well. he's yeah. like, uh, yeah. Anyway, but what what um, is it? Just bad driving, like. Well, the guy dosed it too much. The guy dosed this 3.2 uh, ton trailer, and we have a like. I'm gonna tell you, we have a saladette. Yeah. yeah, we have a saladette that's on the back wall. Saladette yeah. is this huge. Um, I guess the, like unit. refrigerated unit that holds our, our stuff that are cold, so we mm. can serve it. So mm. it's like a salad bar. Mm. Yeah. And it's mind you, uh, <laughs> at the back wall on the mm. very front where the where the A frame is, yeah? yeah. And it's that way, like long ways, yeah. Like um, anyway. <laughs> By the time from Bell Street 
to Kensington. Tell me why this unit, mind you, it's like probably like two meters long, yeah, is at the front of the door. What yeah. the yeah, like, 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 we open the door, we open the door, and this thing is like in the center of the, yeah, in the center no. of the trailer. And this thing was fixed. It's, it was, and it's, it's fixed. It's fixed. You know what I mean? Even if you tried, you can't do that. No, you can't. Like, like yeah, bro, this thing will How do you drive that bad? Bro, this thing on the freeway, bro, this thing on the freeway, mind you, like this trail, this trail is heavy. Yeah, very heavy, heavy. Very heavy. We were, we were done making it like 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 in terms of I wish that we made it like probably two meters shorter, yeah. just because of portability. Yeah. yeah, but we we were like this is where our like ego and excitement came in. We're like yeah. we're gonna be the biggest boys in the area, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Like straight yeah. up, big yeah. boy things, you know? We're gonna see us like a red flag, like a big know? difference. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then this big boy thing doesn't move, bro. bro. Like <laughs> it doesn't want to move. <laughs> doesn't want to move. Learn bro. The hard anyway. Way. Like and, and like, bro. He like it was on the freeway. The moment he got on the freeway, so a trailer. Have you seen a trailer fishy at the back? Like when it just gets a bit unstable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. normally it's like this little bit. This thing for a solid fifteen seconds. It's doing that, bro. On and the three times. It looked bro. like he was gonna yank the car oh that yeah, was gone. pulling. Yeah. Gone, yeah. gone. Like you know, like it was. Whoa. It was madness. He's behind the trailer. I'm, I'm in front. Yeah. I'm looking in the rear mirror. All this and then I just see this, bro. And I call Ollie. I'm like, bro. What's going on? He's like, bro, I hit the brakes, bro. I thought this thing was going to snap and crash. Well, you, bro. It well, was insane. Well. So to answer your question, the hardest part of that movie <laughs> is towing the trailer. Yeah. 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 So I don't blame you guys aren't going to move for like the next year. Well, straight up. No, yeah. bro, we got, we got put, like at first we were like, we're going to hit events. We're going to go do festivals. We're going to do mm. all these crazy events, you know, like, uh, and literally we're like, if the event doesn't guarantee guarantee us 30 grand and up, we're not moving. Mm. Like we've turned down 10 grand events. We've turned mm. down like, 5,000, 15, like we're like, we're not moving this piece It's just of crap. not worth it. Yeah. You, know? it's not worth you have it. to have a standard, man. It's like mm. there was a brother, um, T Teddy, he makes mm. those videos and stuff. And yeah, he's talking yeah. to us about sponsorships. Yeah, good yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, you just have to have a base number of sponsorships. Mm. Don't go below it. Whatever it is, 100%. you pick and you have to kind of, cause if not, the amount of headaches you're going to go through for whatever it is Absolutely. for 5,000 of you guys, it's like, yeah. It's no. not worth it. Yeah. Just moving it is yeah. a headache. But on a more serious note, like, like one of the like the biggest challenge when it comes to when it comes to moving locations is definitely like organizing organizing the logistics behind it, mm. because like a business in, isn't just a physical business; it's all those little strings that are attached to it that help the business run. Correct. How's yeah. your um like the social media side of things? Because a lot of, lot of businesses they do like they try to do unique things mm. like to kind of get engagement with people. I don't mm. know what it is, but mm. like a lot of times people do that. How's your guys? Because even like since the last time, I, the first time I went. Mm. And the second time your menu changed mm. and you added the um, BSB. Your BSB. Yeah. And then it's like, is that a thing where you guys are trying to like expand the menu right now? Yeah. So each time people come, it's like a new experience or is um. there other stuff? Because it's so early, you can't like market too much because you're moving location, you're moving, yeah. you know? Um, bro, it's like, to be honest, the, the whole idea behind expanding the menu is so that customers, repeat customers, especially like they have something to look, to look forward to. Because mm. like repeat customers, if you've come three times, you've tried everything on the menu. Correct. Mm. You know? So now it's something something different that they can look forward to. Yeah. Um, uh, what was the other question? Social media. Yeah, just social, social media. media. Like, is there a way you guys want to try to... Because you said you exhausted all avenues when you don't get the sales. Have we exhausted all Yeah, you question yeah. yourself. Yeah. And then is social media a thing you guys are coming into play with? Or course. is it more word of mouth? You're trying to, how are you trying to bring the engagement? Because so I don't know how marketing works for mm. a business. Like food yeah. business. For us, the way we think, and we always have a discussion about this and we discuss a lot and alhamdulillah like we have enough experience over multiple platforms not just on food mm. you know but 
it's it's all about like the engagement with customers before like as in when they see us on social media because that's not gonna lie everyone either looks at google or instagram before they even come yeah know? look at reviews this guy rips into reviews bro this guy destroys reviews i'm sitting there and he's laughing and i'm like oh, he's like, listen 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 you know <laughs> what does that mean it means like you're on the ball with <laughs> no so like like um i pay attention to reviews yeah he pays attention. Uh, i've never yeah. given a review yeah. Yeah. No, no, but just on other things, <laughs> like, like he, like uh, he wanted. If he wanted to check out a new place, he'd he'd look go on Google first, yeah. and then rip into him. Mm. And sometimes, like it'll be like five star, and it'll be like, man, we're going to try. Sometimes it'll be a place that looks really good, mm. but then gets really bad reviews, mm. and he, he'll still be like enticed to go. Like yeah. for example, there was this place that we looked up called Paco Ramen or Paco something. Ramen. Paco yeah. Ramen, yeah? yeah. And they have good stuff, other stores, and they're like a three point eight or three point nine or mm. something. And all these reviews are like bad, and he's like, "Bro, I gotta go try it." He goes, "I gotta." You Why know? is that? What's well, the reason? Well, like, it? well, to be honest, because we we actually assessed them, right? Like, like, like we know about their history. We went to the website, we looked at it. Okay, these guys look like they give a really great product, but there's a massive disconnect between what the customers are saying on the reviews and what they are portraying. So, you take a stab, you say, "Look, it's it's definitely worth a sus," mm. you know, mm. because like there's a big disconnect here mm. okay. and you'd be surprised like one thing that me and him learned like in the past couple of years and jumping around and running other people's business and all this stuff the food is one thing and and, and the yeah. visuals is another thing yeah but the connection and the journey it's all psychological yeah like there's a huge play on psychology on all of this 100 you know especially if you're targeting females and mothers and mm. and newly couples and all this stuff yeah. men are simple Men are a bit more um, stubborn in terms of opening up to trying new things, mm. but if their woman drags them, they'll mm. go. They'll mm. come. If they like it, that's a bonus, they'll pay. Mm. Uh, women are the ones that go out and be like, I want to try this one thing. Mm. Oh, because my girlfriend's this, this, that, that, blah, blah, blah. That's the feeling, like yeah. you said, you know? You know, they, they, they go for the visuals, and if the taste yeah. is mad, mad. Mm. Like yeah. us men, we're happy with, like, you know, uh, have you been on uh, Racecourse Road and you go to those like mad Somali places that look dingy, that look ghetto, mm. that have fridges on crates, mm -hmm. but you try the food, mega. mega. You know yeah. what I mean? It's mega, you know? Yeah. So, because you said you always suss reviews, what's a number that's like, it's for the number that's like people are like, I'll try it. Um, Three is a bit low. Bro, we're actually talking about this like a couple of days ago. Like, the I, I guess the rule of thumb is if you see a three there it's not good even if even if it's a 3.9 mm. you know okay it's not good um but uh yeah so i suppose you want to stay above four because mm. i think ratings is now like you it's said instagram yeah. and even like us there's there's random food pages like you could be doing because us we have podcasts there's yeah. other areas we can do yeah. random food pages and you try to get promotions like say hey give us a shout out even coming on here yeah. it's yeah. beautiful for people to hear because now, for example, I go to the kebab shop down my road. Don't know who the guy is. I order. I'm like, thanks. Here's 10 bucks. Yeah. But then now you go to Tissery, inshallah, and you go and you're like, damn, I want to support a small business. That's the first thing. I want to support these yeah. guys. Mm -hmm. And you kind of believe in the vision. It's deeper than the sale, which is yeah. what you want to do. 100%. You know? In line with your values as well. Yeah. yeah. Especially if you want to expand. What did you guys like? Maybe mm. you don't want to touch too deep on. But you said after tissue or like through tissue, you want to expand it to yeah. other things. You said maybe more in barista. And to yeah. I mean, like... um for us for us we want to make sure that we're catering to our community you know Correct. so like our community is is lacking a couple of things you know we're lacking a lot like of things. yeah <laughs> like we're lacking we're lacking we're lacking high-end stuff we're lacking high-end stuff that's true yeah, yeah, yeah it is like is it like there's yeah. no there's no completely halal fine dining place there's no completely halal like high-end coffee place you know um we just want to make like good stuff for our community you True. know mm. like 
so that you can come there and for, for the for the for the youth and the upcoming generation that are in our bracket yes there's yes. a lot of like old school generations where they like they serve good food and they expect it to be like eight dollars fifty and all this stuff but like in reality like you're only stuck to the area yeah you know what i mean yeah. mm. like for example like like i always say to him i go the real money is on the other side of the river meaning on the south side of melbourne mm. where the rent's bigger and all this stuff you know and there's a fair few like muslims that do go on that end because they like the view they like the the scene they like the you know just the the atmosphere and the hustle and bustle on mm. that end but it's unless you're just vegetarian and seafood yeah a lot of it's not halal yeah. and and even if the meat is halal the premises that that, that prepares it is not yeah because you, know I mean? yeah. you also yeah. had to learn so many other things but if you're learning like like i said plumbing 100%. carpentry you can kind of make mistakes but with food if you give someone burnt food yeah, class, yeah. they're never coming back 100 percent. you know what i mean 100%. so and i've burnt food before trust me but um like bro it's like that's why it took so long last time <laughs> <laughs> like bro like like now you just you just walk out of it and it's like far now i know mm -hmm. how to do this 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 and this and this and this you know so like it, it, it all comes back to the person who you want to be in the future you know because when you think about because i heard you say this in the in the, in, in the other episode ah. you said you said um <laughs> you said uh i'm obviously not the person i want to be but i'm on the right path i'm on the right journey right so when you like picture picture Ashraf in the future, right? Like Ashraf in the future has all these skills and knowledges and and you know all these all these attributes, right? And how do you get there, bro? You got to put yourself in these positions, and that's and that's why I'm thinking when I'm in the kitchen with this guy, and like and like he's 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 drilling me about not getting the onion ring sliced correctly or whatever or whatever the case might be. You know what I mean? The way I'm looking at it is the way I'm looking at it is, all right, I got to do this, do it right, you know and the next time i attack it it will be perfect you know so it's like it's all building me up building me up building me up because i'm in this unfamiliar position unfamiliar mm -hmm. environment mm -hmm. you know and the same will go for him like the way right. i'm going to drill him behind the coffee machine 100%. like i'm going to make ruthless. coffee as well no nah, not at this street yeah. but yeah we'll open up a coffee bar or whatever like like he's going to be right there and he's going to take it like he, like he's going to take it like a, like a, like how i took it you know? mm. another library like he he also teaches me how to be like a better teacher mm. because for me like there's good chefs that are skillfully good but then there's chefs that are still skillfully good and know how to control teach and educate a team mm. you know from that like he might not have he might not have much experience in the field of cooking but in terms of when he teaches someone like behind the coffee machine or when he talks and motivates blah blah like there's key i guess skills that he uses mm. so i take away from that you know what i mean and i'm not gonna lie bro if you there's no other industry if you've been broken in hospo like you'd be set for life yeah if that makes sense 100 yeah. percent. like there's 100%. no other job other than if you're living in japan you're in a, in a suit doing nine to five and falling asleep at a train station like in hospo if you've been broken in hospo you'd be all right in any other job 100%. why is that like do they break you like bro, they how would they break you what's like uh break your morale break break your dignity break break anything that you believe in they'll just if you've been broken in hospo and you can bounce back from that you'd be all right like bro and and the thing is with hospo it's like <laughs> Deep, man. i'm being bro, serious bro, like, i'm not even kidding about that like like <laughs> especially especially uh um with if you put high standards on what you do then a couple of things are going to come with that you have to be able to retain information at a high rate of 
at a high rate, you have to be able to execute effectively and you have to be able to repeat that over and over day in and day out. And all that type of stuff just like, like builds you into something that is kind of like a machine, to be honest. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, and then it's like, you put that person, you put them in any other position, they'll be all right. Yeah. They might not have the skill set mm. or like but knowledge the behind. The mindset. Yeah, the mindset. Like for example, you know, time management and all this stuff. Like I, uh, during the peak of COVID, I went and worked at ANZ. An office job, never done office. The mm. only thing about office I like is computers because I build computers on the side just for fun. But I survived there for 10 months just because of my work ethic and my mentality of what I had in the kitchen. And they just saw like determination. They saw like, you know, um, uh, uh, what was the tenacity. Uh, tenacity. They saw like you just, um, you were engaging and you just like want to be involved. You know what I mean? And that's what you need in mm. the kitchen. Like in the kitchen, like no one's going to tell you what to do. Mm. You actually have to, uh, like be engaging you have to look mm. oh what do i need you know initiative. like like the initiative that's the word initiative mm. like so many chefs out there they teach you or no you learn the most by just observing and copying mm. Mm. like not like there's like probably a handful of chefs that will repeat something to you but 95 percent of chefs will show you once and expect you to get it off the one time mm. Mm. and that how was my that was my yeah. that was mine how'd you get into it cooking chef? and stuff like that um my dad was a chef my dad was mm. a chef. My mm. dad was a chef for over... Same thing, French food? Everything. But the last place he worked for was at this place in St. Kilda that used to be um, owned by Jean-Jacques, which was he, at his time, was one of the top five chefs in this part of the continent. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm. And they... they and Back in the days when you used to have to, like, you know, bring in four, 40 kilo fish, like, whole, and he has to fill it and all this stuff. So he was that. And he was... His and dad's a weapon, bro. Yeah, mm. his dad's he a sounds weapon. Like it, bro. Next nah. time I see, he'll be at Tissery. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's old now, but old, back yeah, in yeah. the day, like, old yeah. Old. yeah. And then for for many years, he was like to me, he's like, "Don't be a chef, don't be a chef, don't be a chef." <laughs> what did I do? I become a chef. Yeah. So <laughs> what's your, so on that? What's your thoughts of like? Obviously, you spoke to briefly about expansion, but in terms of like hiring people, new mm. chefs, you, the way you would treat them com in comparison to your experiences, are you I open? To, uh, is that what you're looking for in the future? Question. Very good question. To, to be honest, for me, when it comes to that, like, I, the difference, like, from other previous people that I worked on, and uh, worked with, sorry, and me, I'm the type of person that takes responsibility in terms of, like, this is my baby, this is my business. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, the end, the responsibility falls on me. Mm. Where the difference with the other ones, they put responsibility on to you. Yeah. So for me, like, if workers come in, as long as I give them, you know, respect and, and, and they give me, um, just the bare minimum of, of what I expect from a worker. You know what focus. I mean? You know, focus, rock up on time, take it seriously. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I'll i give them whatever they need. Yeah. If they're of value to me and I can't lose them, I wouldn't... I'll, and this is where it changes, like where people think changes. Like depending on how valuable you are, mm. I would rather give someone a percentage of a share yeah. to lock them in yeah. than give them a pay rise. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Because at the end of the day, this person is valuable from like uh, is is more valuable than a hundred k, two hundred k salary. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, anyone else bigger than you, bigger Donny, anyone else, or maybe if he has a moment where he, uh, you know, has a has a falling out or he just is over it, mm. we just jump ship. Mm. But if if you feel if you make him feel like he's part of the family, he's 
has ownership his 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 thoughts are more valuable to us on a on a point where it's it's not just a worker mm. like why not you know what I mean like why not give him that opportunity you know like and and alhamdulillah like we've been blessed enough to been given those opportunities also you know and and i think that's where we like pe- people nowadays or at least business owners they get caught up on the whole 100 percent mm. owning a business 100 percent. this is all mine where for me and him we kind of more like how many 20 percents can we own mm. and run successfully do you get what i mean mm. because at the end of the day there's only so much me and him can do but mm. if we have a team behind us we can do so much more mm. and i think that's we're old school and our kind of like dip in old school slash new school yeah. comes in because yeah. it's like, yeah, like I don't have a background in accounting and all this stuff and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you can go pay someone. Mm. But, you know, if you can give someone that has very high skills and offers a lot, mm. a percentage, they're loyal to you. Yeah. And as long as they enjoy it and all this stuff. Us, like we've acknowledged ourselves that like we're limited in certain aspects. Like yeah. There's a reason why Ahmed's behind the camera and I'm not mm. doing both at the same time because mm. he's better in that aspect. Mm. So we get him to do that <coughs> and then I'm behind the mic or whatever aspect else. But then you you start to understand that you can't do everything. Mm. And all those no contributions way. come together and that's how you succeed. Yeah. And even touching on your friends, a lot of times people, um, they believe they, sh- they, w- they don't want to work for the man and stuff. But running a business is hard, man. 100%. And it's not for everyone. Like 100%. A lot of times people say, hey, you know, I don't want to work for the man. I want to work for myself. I want to have these flexible hours. But a lot of times, even when you go, you don't work. F- you work nine to five for the man, but you end up working nine to nine for yourself. And it's, it's a lot of work. But you have to have the vision and the work ethic and stuff like that to actually want it. Mm. You know, there's a there's a book called like the E Myth Revised, and it's mm. why uh, most small businesses fail. Mm. And the principle in the book is what happens is there's a mechanic. He works for, at a mechanic shop or anything, and he works and he goes, but I'm better than the owner. I know more. I have more experience. I'm working here every single day. He's here only two days. Yeah. And then he goes, I'm going to start up my own mechanic shop. I'm going to start up my own business. Whatever the skill is, carpentry, electricity, you know, whatever it is, sales. I'm going to go start my own. And then he realized when he starts, he's supposed to also run, like you said, the carpentry, the plumbing. He has to do all the managerial stuff with all the hours, the yeah. roster, yeah. the shifts. Yeah. 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 Then he has to also be the visionary. How are we going to grow into the next stage and next stage? So even when you have a business, you're doing like three different roles. You're not just doing the labor. No. And that's what a lot of people say, I'm better at labor, but you're better at the managing and the visionary and entrepreneurship side of things. And that's why it's a lot of work, man. So a lot of people have to really take it into consideration. You know? It's a big leap, man. Yeah. But it, it's not for everyone. But it's good to know that. Yeah. You kind of have to understand that. Even like what you both were saying about your perspective on money. Mm. Like if the sale comes, it'll come. We want to get balanced throughout the week. It's in Allah's hands. I don't mind losing thousands. Other people don't want to lose $100. Mm. You know? And it's like how... If you have a business, you have to be willing to have a lot of bad days. Mm. You know, maybe uh, financially have some ups and downs. Mm. You know, you got to really know yourself and even know yeah. your business partner. Yeah, it's um. all temporary, man. It's all dunya, dunya worries. First world country yeah. worries. First world yeah. problems. Straight up. You know, like people in overseas, like they, they can't they, even eat. They can't even eat. They, 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 they dream or, or just you know, like just like wish they had this opportunity. And we're here in a first world country, you know kicking up a stink like yeah. just take a pun bro mm. don't yeah. like i mean of the i hate people that complain and do nothing to change it mm. Mm. if you complain and complain and complain and sit there and rock up to work every day complaining and turn around backbite about the same person you sit next to that like 
you're in control of your situation. 100%. You're in control of your situation. If you don't like it, make moves, make changes. If you're 100%. comfortable and you don't want change, that's on you. Mm. Like but don't I, complain. But don't complain. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. I, I I always say change is good because mm. you don't know what, what can happen out of change. Some people have been in the same place for seven years. You know, I'm like, is it yours? Nah, I've worked for the man for seven years. You know, I've been there for seven. I'm, you know, I'm over it. I want something new, but I'm, I'm too afraid to move. Mm. That's all new. Like, mm. what do you want me to say to that? Do you want me to say, like, oh, poor you? Mm. Nah, just on you, bro. <laughs> yeah. you know? I think that's where traveling comes in because you realize, like, 90% of the world live like that. Yeah. Like, like well, 50% well, of the world well, can't, can't even get the food, and the other 40 have no chance. Like, they we're can't even compare fortunate. our life, you know? Like you said, very, very fortunate, man. Very fortunate. Yeah. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Yeah, yeah. I think we're going to end on that. Yeah. But I want people, after hearing, obviously, all the stories and all the knowledge that they gain, where can they find you guys and Tissery? Um, Instagram. Just just search Tissery. Mm. T-I-S-I-R-I. Yeah? yeah? And Google, obviously, yeah, put yeah. in a review. Four yeah. star. Yeah. How to get even it out. Yeah, even it out. How yeah, about yeah. you guys? If they want to <laughs> see more of you, do you guys have social media public? Yeah. or? Um, my, my handle is all over Melbourne. Mm. All yeah. over Melbourne. Yeah. I see you all over the world. No, no. Mine's just Adam Fenner, bro. Done, inshallah. Hey, but if you guys want good coffee, check out um, Sunny Boy and Winnie Pond. Yeah, 100%. Okay, yeah. done. If not, everyone suss um, Tissery and let us know. Or even when you guys go to Tissery, yeah. tell... Audio? Okay. <laughs> Just tell people you, can, you came because of fed income, this, that. Yeah. Well, that was a pleasure, boys, man. Yeah, actually, well, really hey, enjoyed thank it. Thank you for having us. Well, no, thank yeah. you for having yeah. us. No, it was a great yeah. opportunity to see, get to understand you guys yeah. and what you guys are doing. Yeah. Yeah.